1: Hello, friends. We're back
2: again. It's Fightful.com. It's October 12th, 2023. Ooh, spooky day tomorrow. It's uh, Friday the 13th. All right, let's go. Well, today's Thursday the 12th. It's October the 12th, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. I am Actual Pearl, and of course, I have welcoming back this week the wonderful and fantastic Collider herself, the Cresta Star of Glory. Hello, Cresta Star
3: hi also want to give a big shout out to sp3 i saw you here filling my boots something something you can't lace my boots something something no i'm kidding i met sp3 in real life he is so nice um yeah i'm back baby i won't be here for collision sorry but i'll be back for the rest of the month i promise i'll be here like an absentee father
2: (laughs) wow (laughs) so not at all
3: I mean, I show for birthdays and graduations. That's what's important.
2: That's true. And what's also important is leaving a thumbs up here on the video and subscribing to us here on YouTube.com slash Fightful and supporting us at FightfulSelect.com. We're going to talk about that. But tonight, we talk about Impact Wrestling as we do. Next Saturday is Bound for Glory, Crest to Star. This
3: week is rolling by. This month is just...
2: Yes, steamrolling. Just running through. We're going to be here On that Saturday, the 21st, we're going to be talking about Bound for Glory. We're going to be talking about it with Cresta, and we're going to be talking about it with Steven Jensen. We're all going to be here running down a very, very fun card, which uh, you and I will probably talk more about next week as we get to that final show. Uh, But it looks like, listen, there is a lot of really cool stuff coming up. I am incredibly confused by whatever Impact's taping schedule is going to be after they leave the U.K., Because Mm -hmm. I went looking the other day. I saw they're coming to, so they're doing the UK shows, okay? They're going to do Turning Point. They're going to Uh record some of that stuff there. Then they come to Toronto November 11th, but they're doing the IPWF stuff, which is their throwback. And they're going to do the throwback throwdown. And they're going to air that on Access as well, which means if they're doing that, you and I are not doing post shows for that time frame Because I don't do throwback. I just I'm I,
3: not going to hold you. I I enjoy watching the throwback clips, but if I had the option, me, 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 me.
2: I just I it, it does nothing in the impact storytelling. Yeah. So if it doesn't, there's no reason for us to be there. But my question, my my question is what? Where are the tapings? Where where are we? How are we getting to things? Because final resolution is at the beginning of December. That's in Toronto. Uh, other than that, you know, up until we don't know. Hard to kill is sometime in January. There's just there are a lot of holes. But they're going to the UK. There will be other tapings. I'm sure that get announced here and there. It's just a very interesting time for Impact. But getting to Bound for Glory. That's next week. How are you feeling? Uh, especially after tonight's show. Overall thoughts and excitement for uh next Saturday.
3: So full transparency. I I did not see last week's impact. I didn't watch it at all. Um, so when I was watching BTI, seeing Tasha Steele's pin um Killer Kelly, that big multi-man tag match. So that you had your Jordan Grace tonight was quite nice. I am excited for Battle for Glory. However, I will say that this episode in particular of Impact was very much a setup episode. I I'm excited for Battle for Glory, but this this episode in particular did not make me excited. I feel like next week is really going to be the week where it's like, "Oh yeah," cuz Battle for Glory if if it's not that Saturday, it's that following Saturday. No, it is that Saturday. So next week I think is really where we're going to see things take off. I'm not upset about tonight's show because you don't want to go all out straight up until you're um, bound for glory, one of your biggest pay-per-views. But yeah, like tonight, I I don't have anything besides that.
2: I get it. Tonight felt a little bit filler. Like I was saying, during the crossover, we talked about the main event, right? They ended up doing the Edward Edwards versus Frankie Kazarian two out of three falls match. And I said, you know, on one hand, this 30-plus-minute main event does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, this is, a, this is a match that we won't have to see at Bound for Glory and a story that's finally going to reach its conclusion tonight, and we won't have to talk about it again. Because, again, there is there is a fan base who likes this story, and the match tonight, I think, was very good, and we'll talk about it as we get through the show but overall, I just kind of came off saying, like, okay, we're done. Let's move on, right? Let's go.
3: I thought that the the best bookend for this Frankie Kazarian-Eddie Edwards match was the Killer Kowalski match. I thought that was a great bookend. That was way to end it. And I feel like what they did in this match, they could have did in that match, and that would have been better. Yep. I agree with you in that statement of at least this isn't on Bound for Glory because taking nothing away from Bound for Glory, that card is stacked, and that's a long card already so woof! two out of three falls hell hell on earth
2: i mean it's a full car i'm looking at it right now we got one two three four five six seven a
3: stacked card
2: that's seven matches plus the call your shot gauntlet plus the impact hall of fame stuff which is usually relegated to the pre-show i'm sure one or two of these matches might make pre-show but uh yeah oh the dot com i guess the the digital media championship match might also be a Anyway, regardless, it is a stacked card for Bound for Glory. I don't know yeah. how it's going to shake out, but looking at what we're seeing, the uh, the inductions are going to be on countdown, and mm-hmm. they might do another match or two. But uh, other than that, it is a very stacked, stacked show for Bound for Glory. And some stuff got moved forward, but honestly, a lot of this was just matches for matches' sake.
3: Yeah, and I feel like there are some people, like, if we take the first match between Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan. Uh and the Rascals, for example. I I personally felt like when that was announced, like, come on now, I think the Rascals are winning, knock it off because it's really the ABC versus the Rascals storyline. But Sammy Callahan and Rich Swann are such a good team that you could believe that okay, these guys might have a chance. and might throw a reg. It might be a triple threat. But outside of that, like you said, it just matches for matches sake if you weren't on the card for bound for glory jake something looked nice tonight and we had a debut so it's not all doom and gloom
2: yeah (laughs) well i'll go to the sammy Callahan thing real quick uh sp3 and i talked about it last week Mm -hmm. you're announcing this match and i get it that these are all taped so you don't know exactly what's happening between now and then but you know bible selected reported uh shortly after the the tapings uh for this round that uh Sammy was going to be a free agent, and we didn't know if he was going to re-sign with Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And then they announced that this match was happening, but Sammy had already said, I'm a free agent, and I'm done as of this date. And that date has come and gone, because it was the end of September. So we really just walked into this match saying, like, okay, yeah, no, we know know that Sammy and Swan are losing, so now we just have to look forward to a good match, I guess? And it was pretty much the send-off for Sammy. He took the pin tonight, and we'll talk about the match in a few minutes, but that was one thing where I'm sitting here like that's that's the downfall to having a taped show. Yeah. Is that sometimes you're just like you're bound by the circumstances of being taped and sometimes contracts let up in the end and the news gets out. In this case, it was Sammy who had let it out that he's he's done. And FIFA selected. had reported, you know, he's probably done. And then he was like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs>
3: <We're> like, <laughs> he's like, there's no probably, baby girl. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Uh <laughs> Doc sends us a super chat, kicking us off. I have no idea what you're talking about, but Joel is wrong. Well, we'll see wow.
3: Wow. Uh,
2: JK, you guys are great. Crest your hair is awesome. Joel, yours is Cromula. Thank you. I need to get a haircut, though. Uh, have fun. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Uh, Doc is a regular on our fifle Select pre-shows for a lot of our uh, our pay-per-views so check that out over on paypalselect.com and uh also if you want to get into Super chats you can any amount get your question or statement read right on the air we'll talk about it and of course you can go over to humperchats.com and do the other thing Cresta can tell you how
3: so i have debated on giving you guys a tony storm version of pip pip come on put your dollars in the humper chat the humperchats.com but i don't know if i can keep that up so humperchats.com much like Your Super Chats here over on YouTube, you put your dollar amount in, you put your comment in, myself and Joel will give you our two cents, and we'll move on. But the great thing about HumperChats.com is we get to keep more than the two cents. You give your two cents, we keep more than two cents, and everybody's a winner except Pete Wentz. I'm a rapper. HumperChats.com.
2: I mean, Pete Wentz was the one who got the pin. Anyway, not important. he uh, like, Wentz is
3: a, is a singer. I know, He's I not- know.
2: Fallout, boy. I, I know, I know.
3: Sorry, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we got there. We got
2: there. We got Eventually. there. It just takes time. Uh, and also it was pointed out in the chat that they're also doing the tapings in Mexico. And that's another one where I'm like, okay, but what is it? So,
3: <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> What are we taping there? <laughs> it's,
2: it's a really strange, again, just that whatever they're doing to finish out the year is like giving me... It's giving me pause. And I know that there was the report that they're going to be upgrading production facilities and that's great. And I hope that Impact gets the opportunity to do that. But I'm like, okay, well now what? Like it's going to be a bare bones. We, Cresta, we might have a very boring uh, winter. Not winter, but fall into the new year for Impact.
3: My goodwill and faith in Impact is so high that unless you legitimately do another WrestleHouse and WrestleHouse wasn't bad until the end. Unless you do that, I'm going to be sports entertained. I'm going to be honest with you, Chief. It's going to be. I may complain, house. but don't, don't stop.
2: It's going to be Wrestle House, but it's going to be Scott DeMore's house.
3: Uh, you mean. Shaw Rossas basement.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much what Scott Damore's house looks like, by the way. I don't know. i just saying <laughs> anyway. Uh speaking of speaking of questionable issues, uh, George Iceman is here over on BTI. And by the way, shout out to George. He still calls it Twitter. He tells people to go follow him on Twitter. I appreciate that, George. You're a good man in my book. Uh he talks about the two out of three falls main event. Said he was hearing Eddie Edwards kicking and screaming while he was on the phone, but he didn't know who he was talking to or what it was about. And then says, wherever the Edwards's go, shenanigans follow. I love it. It's true. <laughs> That's true. The main, the match on BTI, I should say. Alan Edwards. Alan Edwards. Wow. We're off to a great start. Alan Are Ames. you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been up and moving since like 6 30. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Alan Angels takes on Laredo no Kid. And uh, Cresta Star. I ask you one question. What do luchadors do best in Impact Wrestling?
3: Yo, that's crazy because I was sitting in Applebee's looking at this on my phone. And my boyfriend is like, are you, you, you don't need to take notes? I said no, because if there's something that luchadors are going to do in Impact Wrestling... That's gonna lose. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> they're gonna lose. Joel said it, and at first, like, that's not true, Joel. And after you said it the first time, I thought there's no, there was no need for me to watch the match. I saw the match. The radio Kid got some offense in, but we all knew what was gonna happen.
2: The Stop balls, it. the balls on this company that after Bound for Glory, they're going to run an entire like Hispanic Heritage Month segment tape whatever it is they're going to have a bunch of luchadors including conan not conan's not gonna wrestle but he's gonna appear they're running all of these luchadors and i'm like i hope they face each other because if you have them facing your regular run-of-the-mill champion or regular run-of-the-mill roster members ain't none of them gonna win
3: Honestly, at this point, the only way all could be forgiven is if Black Taurus for Hispanic characters much is a is, um, champion. That's the only way all is going to be forgiven, because he should have been your X Division champion. I 7 haven't forgiven you for that. I, I yep. haven't
2: forgiven you for that. And you can't do it either, because next week, Crazy Steve is going to beat the shit out of Black Taurus. Let's face it.
3: Bro, yo, and I saw <laughs> the flashback to Crazy Steve literally putting a fork in Tommy Dream his ass.
2: ass. That's right, you didn't see that. So. Cresta, I need you to remember one very important thing. Do you remember did you watch Dynamite on on that Wednesday or that week?
3: Not this Tuesday madness, right? No, no, no,
2: no. The Wednesday before.
3: I don't think. I don't so think
2: that, that. that was the that was the uh Adam Copeland comes out, does his whole long spiel, and then Christian Cage gives them the the big hug. I saw that, and
3: that was it. Yeah, and he says,
2: go fuck yourself. So so we called last week's episode, go fork yourself.
3: Yeah, tracks, tracks. Because then they cut to it, and you literally see the fork sticking out of Tommy Dreamers' ass. (laughs) Stick a fork in
2: Oh, stick a fork in him, he's done. So anyway, <laughs> Alan Angels and Laredo Kid had a match. Uh, all you need to know is that Angels distracts the referee with the wrist tape, hangs up Kid on the ropes, hits him with the Angels' wings, gets the win. Alan Angels is back in the win book, and he has a new theme song. I'm It's fine. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing what they do. I need him to make more Nickelback references. That's all I need.
3: Look at this graph.
2: <laughs> it's still funny. The main show opens up with the tag team title. Sammy... Callahan, Rich Swan team up for the last time on Impact Wrestling. For now, they're going to take on the Rascals for those tag titles. Uh, this is—it's a good match. You know what? Sammy, uh, Sammy does a few things, but but really, it's mostly Rich Swan who was just on one. He was uh-huh. absolutely having the match of yeah, match of the night. Great work, fresh shave. So you know he's doing. Any con- commentary? Commentary said. called
3: that out too. When he so, shaves, you know it's real.
2: Yeah, that's how you know he's serious. I'm like, huh? I'm gonna take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do a really unique four-way bulldog clothesline spot that I thought was really good. But uh, at the end of the day, Rascals retain hot fire flame from uh, from both members onto Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan gets pinned on the way out. Bye, bye, Sammy, and Rascals retain. What do you think of the match?
3: Um, I think this is the first time in a long time I've seen the Rascals cheating um, backfire on them. Um They cheated. And it backfires into Wentz getting a Cactus Driver 97, but it was only a two count. But right after that, as as sure as, my apologies, as sure as Lucha Libres, Lucha Luchadors, wow, my brain said, nope, that's it. I don't care. I'm not speaking. As sure as Luchadors lose on impact, somebody's getting punched in the dick. (laughs) because that's exactly what happened this match was good i personally think the rascals are better than cheating and i felt the same way about ftr and yes i'm putting that into the universe i would love to see the rascals versus ftr but it makes sense in the confines of their character i again i had the feeling they were going to win and then you were right sammy callahan leaving it makes sense but I do think this was a showcase for Rich Swan, so I hope he goes somewhere with this. I wouldn't mind seeing Rich Swan in the conversation of X Division World. Tour. I wouldn't mind seeing him in a conversation again because he's him like Eddie Edwards is a staple in Impact Wrestling.
2: Yeah, I would like to see Edwards with a group of people run a stable, not not going against the design or anything like that. I want to see them not like me. Anna no more. No, no, I want to see Rich Swan. With Uh-oh. a group of people.
3: I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. I want
2: to see him put together a group of wrestlers and be like, we are, you know, whatever, we're a collective from whatever it is, because I've seen so much out of Rich Swan, especially in Impact, right? We've seen him with the Exhibition title, we've seen him with the World's Out. Like, it's time to do something different. I don't know what it is. A character change of some sorts.
3: Him with Gresh, because Gresh looks like he's about to be on his bullshit. And I don't think I've ever seen Rich Swan be that kind of heel. I've seen him be heel-ish, but he's been so much babyface. So I wouldn't mind him being like, well, even if, if I if I do the right thing, it's wrong. So it's might as well time to do the wrong thing. And who else to do it with? Somebody who's gonna do the wrong thing. So that's that's no me. That's Gresham.
2: That's I it. can see that. Yeah, no, you hit it. That's the one. I want to see Gresham and Swan, and whoever else joins that group could be Angels for all I know. It could just Dirty be a- Dirty Dango. Dango, no, Dango is going to be just fine. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we'll
3: beat the you hate wrestling out of you, yes. yeah, exactly.
2: But no, that's a good idea. I like the idea of Swan joining up with that group. But like, I, the, the only thing is that I, I really wanted Swan to lead it. But if it's Gresham, I don't know, I don't know, but but that's the group I would like to see. I like I that. can
3: see them being equals, not so much yes. kind of like the Judgment Day, how Rhea Ripley's kind of the leader, but kind of not. I could see that being that way. And I think that in the confines of impact wrestling, Rich Swan and Jonathan Gresham have that kind of respect for each other. Gresham clearly don't got that respect for a speedball, <laughs> but he has that resp- He might have that respect for Rich Swan. We'll, we'll see. That remains to be seen.
2: I like the idea of Swan and Gresham sharing the leadership, mostly because impact fans know Swan really well. Yes. He's been around for a long time. He's been on top. They know Gresham from outside, but they don't know him. Like the, the connection's not there, but they know Gresham, so it's there's something there that they can work on. Uh, so so that could work, but uh, let's let's keep going. Kenny King, Sheldon Jean, there's there's two other people who probably won't join that group. Uh, Kenny King saying he can't find Scott Demore or Santino anywhere. He wants his contractually obligated rematch for the Digital Media Championship, and now they have a Heath problem. And so King challenges Heath to a match and says the sins of the father will leave your damn kids broke. I loved that line. King and Heath is fine. They're going to do it next week. It's a good match for Kenny King. Hopefully pick up a big win. Sheldon Jean is there, and I'm still waiting for the commencement of the Sheldon Jean train. What do you think of this?
3: Kenny King is right. And when he was in honor no more, they couldn't go left or right without Scott Demore saying, I hate you guys. (laughs) Like literally just coming to the screen like Joe Hendry. I hate you guys. Get out of this company. Um, When he calls him Tubby Dreamer, I audibly laughed um <laughs> When he said this man was eating beans, there's a famous sound clip of a guy yelling at a man in a movie theater saying, this guy is eating beans. And that's the first thing I thought of. Like, Kenny King just said this man eating beans. <laughs> this was a solid promo. And Sheldon G, we got, we got work. Are you talking, baby? Because, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny yeah. King, let this man talk. Let this man talk. Or maybe I see why you don't.
2: <laughs> He's young. He's figuring it out. He will. Just put him back on Big Brother Canada. He'll, he'll get there. Anyway, <laughs> King's backstage with Gia Miller, and this this turned into a really good segment. So, Kylan King says Jody Threat attacked Taylor Wilde with the tire iron, and that was kind of the the impetus of Kylan King and Jody Threat no longer being a tag team. And then Santino walks in, and for once he says something smart. He says he uh. does. He does. Says Doctor Ross, who by the way I hope has some interviews for me for. for glory week for in the weeds just hinted he hinted said he told santino and only santino that the weapon used in the attack of taylor wilde was the tire iron and then Colin king is like all right yep you got me i did it taylor wilde was dead weight when they lost the knockouts tag titles and she says no long no longer is it long live the coven it's now long live the king and at that point i was expecting candy king to show up and just be like what'd you say what? bro
3: what? when he when she said that and when santino showed up he was just looking for you santino and then you're in the next segment honestly at this point Kylie king gotta come out with kenny king's music because that would hit long little king long little king
2: <laughs> i would love a partnership between Kylie king and kenny king where they're like Half brother and sister, or maybe they're just brother and sister. I don't know. Shit. Bully Ray and Devon Dudley. <laughs> you know what? Bully and Devon were brothers in wrestling. King and King, Sheldon and Kylan can easily be siblings together in Impact. You and mean no Kenny one would try to damn on. His
3: name is Sheldon Gene.
2: <laughs> They'll call him Sheldon Gene King.
3: <laughs> That's their son, the adopted son. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) They can change their music to the kingdom and then Cody Rhodes will show up on it. What is Cody Rhodes doing in the impact zone?
2: Cody Rhodes just shows up wherever he wants. That's just how it goes. That's true. (laughs) Textmaker sends us a super chat saying, one, love for Cresta. Two, Rich Swan is an amazing heel. I can confirm that, by the way. He was in a heel group with Myron Reed and Jordan Oliver in MLW around 2019 ish. He was such a jerk. I do remember that, by the way. Uh, And that is something that. Rich Swan just hasn't done that in impact. And I want to see what that heel grouping would look like for Rich Swan.
3: I would like to see it too. Myron Reed, that was the fourth illegitimate child of the Rascals, right?
2: Myron Reed is the, is the third slash fourth Rascal. Yeah. And he, by the way, is going to be at the tapings in Chicago. So the the Rascals, the three of them, because the fourth is Wesley in in. Mm-hmm uh so the three of those rascals are going to be teaming up together i think they're facing luchadors uh, in chicago
3: um i do want to bring attention really quick i see in chat a shock is saying another woman's tag team split up upside i thought the same thing too i had complained about this a couple of weeks ago like my problem with the knockouts women's division that is like it's kind of giving okay you're gonna group up together if you get a name great you're in the money but also, unless you're about to win the titles or go for the titles, you become a Franken-team, and then you break up. I like the coven. Uh, I only can surmise, I can only surmise that Taylor Wilde might be injured for a little bit longer, then they don't want to keep Kylan King waiting for Taylor Wilde to come back, which I think is smart. So. And it
2: and it gives a ready-made feud when Taylor Wilde is ready to come back.
3: That's true. And that's what in the chamber, as the youth say.
2: Yeah, and it, it was a good. It was a good tag team, and so there, there's a few different mindsets. Yeah, it's it's yes, another women's tag team gets broken up. However, we don't know the extent of the injury to Taylor Wilde. She she's certainly not booked on any local indies in my neck of the woods, which is where Taylor, uh-huh. Taylor is based. Uh, and on top of that, you've got Deanna Prazo and Tasha Steeles who just formed a tag team as well. So it's kind of like addition by subtraction in the knockouts tag division.
3: And I'm not good
2: at math. Me neither. It's wrestling. Jake something, Eric Young, Jordan Grace, Champagne, Singh, and Dirty Dango have a five-way. The winner is number 20 in the call your shot gauntlet. The person who is pinned is number one in the call your shot gauntlet. Well, Dirty Dango is entering last and Jake something is entering first because Vladimir Kozlov, Oleg Prudius is back in impact wrestling. Yes. Back. Because, you know, with the last time he showed up, Cresta,
3: I'm not going to hold you. I heard Vladimir Kozlov and I thought that was a really old wrestler who used to wrestle back in the day with Iron Sheik. So I was really confused. And then this young man showed up and I heard um, Brudius, Prudius, Brudeus. I heard like four different names. So I don't know who this young man is.
2: Uh, Who are you thinking of? Oh my God! Are I, you thinking I, Nikolai Volkov, you're thinking of Nikolai. I probably
3: Volkov. am. I probably am. like red trunks with the with the hammer yeah, and that's, the sickle. That's, that's,
2: like, <laughs> that's Nikolai Volkov.
3: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. So I'm thinking when they said Vasily calls, I'm like, ain't, ain't he like Bob Backlund age? What is that? He don't. What is he doing in the impact? I was very confused. My apologies. Please don't hate on me, y'all. I'm am a nerd. Okay. <laughs> so the
2: last time we saw Vladimir Kozlov, like prettiest. He actually showed up at the Atlanta tapings when Santino was named director of authority. That was January? No, it may have been January. So he showed up just for a random appearance, and that was that. So now he's actually in Impact doing the thing, and it makes perfect sense that he aligns himself with Dirty Dango because they're both WWE alumni who had silly gimmicks, let's face it. And now they're gonna come back, and together they're gonna hate pro wrestling together. And it just works because he's a big dude who's gonna run roughshod through anyone Dango needs him to run through. And and Dango's a pretty big dude, especially by That's impact true. standard. So this is I like the pairing. I think it's going to have a lot of um a lot of people talking in a certain way. Some are gonna hate it, but it it's a good thing. Uh Champagne Singh and Dango tried to team up for a bunch of the match. It worked until. Well, Singh turned on Dango. Uh, but he hits a nasty leg drop, his last dance. Uh, and then Eric Young comes in, hits the top rope elbow. But that's when you got Kozlov showing up. And then, yeah, Prudy is headbutts, jakes something. Dango takes advantage, gets that pinfall. What do you think of this whole stuff?
3: I thought it was real funny how in the beginning nobody wanted to fight Jordan Grace to, well, let's tag team Jordan Grace because this bitch is wild strong.
2: <laughs> and 2 for it too again. You're g- giving credence to she wants to work with everyone, mm-hmm. gender non specific.
3: And I thought it was great. Um, I did also in- enjoy Jordan Grace. Being at the bottom of that tower of power, because I watch impact wrestling with a group of people who don't typically watch wrestling or if they watch wrestling, their only exposure is AEW or WWE. So to hear people who've never seen Jordan Grace or people who are kind of familiar, like, what is this girl doing in a ring with these men? I'm like, oh, she's the strongest one in that ring. (laughs) The only person who can maybe beat her because they're going to out crazy her is Eric Young. But she's the strongest person in that ring. Like, honestly, she's a threat. And in my opinion, I'm still manifesting this. Somehow, some way, Jordan Grace for the impact world title, not the knockouts, the impact world title, and then we get a feud between her and Deanna Perazzo for it. I'm manifesting that. I don't care who I piss off with that. Fight your mom about it, but I'm manifesting that. Or, or, or Deanna pins Steve Macklin in a twist of fate. <laughs>
2: God bless. We need that. So
3: I would pop. That's true love. And what you will do, you'll pay your wife? Okay.
2: <laughs> what I need. The uh the thing with Jordan Grace is that she is absolutely going to be dead for anyone and everyone's ass, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but uh actually in the match, the 10 person tag they did the week before, Eric Young tied up with Kylan King for a while and they did a really good exchange. Mm-hmm. So I had I mean Eric Young had done a whole bunch of knockouts matches because he was a knockouts tag team champion once upon a time. Uh, So, like, this isn't new to him. This version of Eric Young wrestling women is new. And I had forgotten for a second about old Eric Young wrestling in, in the knockouts division and, like, just being totally cool with it. And now I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. He did it, and he does a good job. So him and Jordan Grace would actually be a really fun one-on-one matchup title or not maybe it's just jordan grace's ascent includes defeating eric young and i'm sure he would do that uh if it means jordan grace is on the run to to a world title match
3: i have to tell you joel in my hardest of hearts and i don't want either one of these people to lose but i want to see jordan grace versus josh alexander i don't know how that's going to work out i don't want either one of them to lose but i want to see that match i want to see i want to see it so bad i want to see that match
2: it's inevitable it really is, especially if that's where like they go.
3: Ace Austin. I see what you did. there. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: Not on the show tonight, Ace Austin. <laughs> Crazy Steve was on the show. And we mentioned this earlier. They're doing the match, Black Taurus versus Crazy Steve, no DQ. And then he's then he talked about why he forked Tommy Dreamer. He said he's amazed and disgusted by him. He's not he's not his friend. He's being angel to death. I he's gonna teach Black Taurus about pain and misery, which honestly, an impact in your luchador, pain and misery is just Anytime you step in the ring and lose, that's true. I got nothing to add. Speedball NG and Gia Miller just ends with Speedball saying he needs momentum. He's going to issue a challenge for next week. Turns out Samurai del Sol answers the challenge. So, uh, would anyone like to wager a guess as to who is going to win between Speedball Mike Bailey and Samurai del Sol next week uh, in their matchup?
3: Jonathan Greshers will come out and cheat. <laughs> If that doesn't happen, Samurai does so. Thanks for playing.
2: <laughs> Chat, I'm going to give you a minute. Here we go. Get your answers in now.
3: I feel like to hear that, you got to do the the Jeff Jarrett. The
2: <laughs> All right. I've had enough of this. Anyway. You're the worst. <laughs> yes, I am. Courtney Rosh and Tasha steals... Listen, there wasn't much going on in the show tonight, so I got to do something. Uh, Get get your super chats and derail us, please. Courtney Rush, Tasha Steeles. Match is fine. I thought it was going to be Deanna Perrazzo and Courtney Rush because I just expected it, but it wasn't what they did. Uh, Tasha Steeles twerks on Jessica. (laughs) That's really the note that I have, and then tries it on Courtney Rush, and then gets rolled up for it. It was fine. Tasha Steeles hits the cutter, gets the win. Better match than expected, but... You know, the death dolls are who they are on the on, on the card. What do you think of this?
3: My only note is lots of submissions. I'm surprised. Honestly, at this point, just me. I like the death dolls. Of course. But I'm ready for rosemary and havoc to come back. I y'all need to put some respect on these women's names because not for nothing, since we were talking about tag teams earlier. This is kind of like your longest standing women's tag team. So, I like that they're being, yeah, with my friend. Totally rad, dude. Cool. We're going to the rave. But now I'm ready for them to start winning stuff again. And that's because I'm impatient. So, that's it, just me.
2: It feels like somebody, some tag team, or just someone needs to beat them so bad that they get so pissed and they're back in the shadow realm and they're, well, the dark world, whatever. Sending
3: to the shadow realm. Shadow realm. You're it's, you're oh,
2: yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm in the wrong mindset, but you get what I mean.
3: I got no, I got you. I yeah. I was picking up what you was putting down.
2: Good. I'm glad this is why we work. But anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Is that they they go back and they come back as the the badass uh, members of Decay. But they also they, again, Crazy Steve has left Decay as well. So they got to figure out where everyone stands in this. You know, this you bad. Gotta I, it. Yeah.
3: I think you said this um two or three weeks ago when we did Impact. If they go in there and they become, you know, Havoc and Jessica, a life-for-life equivalent exchange, Crazy Steve, come on, Steven, smart, Mark Steele, Steven.
2: Well-adjusted Steve.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well-adjusted. His gimmick is Joe Hendry's gimmick, and Joe Hendry's like, what are you doing? (laughs) It's like I'm trying to motivate the people. My name is Steve, and I used to be crazy, but now I'm normal, Steven. And Joe Heagy turns here's like, yo, you're the you, this is copyright infringement. You're you're still in my gimmick. I understand you want to motivate people, but you're forking them at the same time. Okay, no.
2: <laughs> Here for it. Uh, they showed footage from Monday morning's New Japan show: Destruction and Goku. I I'm glad that they did because in the match, which most people honestly. Most people probably haven't seen, but for those who don't know, they, the never open weight six man tag titles in New Japan were on the line. Motorsey Machine Guns and Josh Alexander teamed up to take on the champions, who are, by the way, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, and Tomohiro Ishii. So three very well known New Japan names uh, holding the never open weight six man titles. And in the match, Alexander accidentally strikes Alex Shelley and basically it leads into the finish. Tanahashi pins Shelly. It's a good match, and they bring up the point. Uh, Kevin Kelly does on commentary, and they play it back on the replay. You know, was it was he supposed to? Was Josh Alexander supposed to hit Shelly? Was it an accident? Did he mean to do it, leading him to bound for glory? They do a good job of that. They didn't show the full match, but they showed the highlights. That stuff was good enough for me. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but it's just a little extra wrinkle.
3: I don't. I thought it was funny that Shelly was hitting Josh Alexander, but I... <sighs> I want Alex Shelley to retain, but I also want Josh Alexander to win. I'm I'm so torn in this match because I think Alex Shelley absolutely deserves it, but in my hardest of hearts, I feel like Josh Alexander about to give that man the C four spike from hell.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really good match. I'm looking forward to Bound for Glory and that main event that that world match, the world title match, is going to be. Something else. Yes. Uh, Macklin and Bully. Speaking of something else, Bully walks up to Macklin, who's sitting on a chair, and says, Hey, you call me soft? And then Macklin's like, Yep. And Bully is just like, Cool. He walks off, and Macklin's like, Cool. <laughs> that was like, I was just like, All right, that, that was 45 seconds we had to do to fill this show.
3: Sometimes when you have beef with someone, you just have to make it established.
2: <laughs> I thought it was already established, but here we are just connecting tissue.
3: If it was clear, if it wasn't clear before, because you just called me soft before, I might just come up to you and be like, Joel, just because it's true doesn't mean you have to say it out loud. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Here we go out loud. So Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business. You want CM Punk news again? Yeah, we we got it. it was five, five bucks, five will select, and all that stuff. That's 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 that is Canada clear, is what that is. <laughs> green. Uh, <laughs> green, green <bad. laughs>
3: um, this is Canada erasure, and this is ridiculous. I'm I don't know who Justin Trudeau on the line right now.
2: <laughs> that's your best five bucks in the business, right there. The interview notes we have with Alex Kane from the interview that Jeremy and I did uh, ahead of his match at MLW Slaughterhouse where we, we talk about his match that was supposed to be against Davy Boy Smith Jr., but has been since changed to Filthy Tom Lawler, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, so anyway, notes from that interview are up on FightfulSelect.com, along with the notes that uh, Survivor Series and the Return of War Games. So just go subscribe to Fightful Select. Get, get it, all the scoops, best five bucks in the business. On top of that, you get Sour Graps, Alex Palowski, and our friend Kate Elizabeth, who hosts the Ring of Honor post-show every Thursday night with Righteous Reg, Reg. And you get coexisting after dark with Robin maggie you get those pre-shows i mentioned earlier so much content list goes on srs does a q a every week grab city does a q a every other week it's good stuff it's worth it it's exclusive everything five bucks a month you can do an annual now it's 54 bucks a month look at us getting you an annual subscription go to fifa get it okay get it right now come on did they get it, they it. Get it it's five doll hairs 54
3: dollars it's 52 weeks in a year I don't know the math. I'm not Scott Steiner and I'm not a scholar.
2: That's Maybe a it. truck. I thought that was someone running the garburator in your kitchen.
3: Not the garburator. <laughs> the garbador.
2: <laughs> I'm full of old, old things this week. Ooh,
3: that was that popped me. That popped me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> not the garburator. That was that was good. <laughs> if you know what that means, it's time to schedule your first colonoscopy. <laughs> Or get those knees checked if you've been thinking about it.
2: <laughs> so old. Next week, Rhino and PCO. Speaking of old take on Moose and Myers, uh Kenny King takes on Heath. Speedball is going to defeat Samurai Del Sol. And in a notice qualification match, Crazy Steve is also going to defeat Black Taurus. Uh these aren't spoilers. These are just the reading of the tea leaves, uh for, for wrestling. Okay.
3: If Samurai Del Sol wins its shenanigans, and it's nothing against Samurai Del Sol. We, it's, it's just unless your name is Black Taurus, because that's the most luchador I've ever seen win. That's it. It's curtains for you. It's curtains for you. Listen, you can do whatever you want, in Impact, but you also might die. And these are just some things that are constant. Okay, we don't make the rules. That's
2: why people just don't wear masks in Impact anymore.
3: You're gonna die anyway. <laughs>
2: He's not going to win. Two out of three falls match. Uh, This is a good... This was was much better than it had any any, uh, reason to be or any business being. Frankie Kazarian defeats Edward Edwards the first fall of this three-fall match. Well, let's just go through it. First fall is a normal, traditional match. The second fall is a submission-only match. The third fall, if necessary, spoiler alert it was, is a last-man-standing match. This was good. Edwards just getting physical early, chopping the shit out of frankie kazarian making him bleed from his chest i thought that and they're like frankie kazarian's bleeding and i'm just like where
3: that's what i thought too it was very minoru suzuki eddie kingston and <laughs> when he was bleeding when i realized he's bleeding from from chest all i could think of was uh kofi kingston like yo did he Did he get his nipple slapped off like the big show? Like, what happened?
2: (laughs) It it was gnarly, and there was a lot of blood. I don't know what happened, but I guess just either someone messed up a blade or the the chops were actually that effective because it was wild. Uh, The first fall was Kazarian missing his springboard leg drop, and then Eddie just hits a Boston knee party, gets that first fall, one, two, three. That was good. I love that they went Mm -hmm. straight to the first fall, got it out of the way in the first, like, Five to six minutes. Uh, any notes from you on the first fall?
3: Besides the bleeding, no. I literally have first fall, Eddie Edwards, second fall, submission match. Cass is bleeding from his chest. Cass bleeding, bleeding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you know
2: what? The second fall isn't much different. There's just a lot of back and forth. Again, yeah. The the chops and then a few submission attempts, but not much. They do the arm bars. And then Eddie Edwards tries the the Boston crab because, of course, he does his Boston. And then Edwards, this this was actually a really good spot. Uh, it's, it's good and it's like character driven. So Edwards hits the backpack stunner and then he gets a little too cocky and he's celebrating it. And then Kazarian like pops up and locks in the chicken wing. And then Edwards immediately taps. We're tied at one. I like this lead in to the second, to the third fall. What do you think?
3: I think that it also keeps Kazarian's chicken wing very strong because that is a move I've noticed that is really well protected. Like, Everyone, no matter who Kazarian wrestles, you know you don't want to get put in that chicken wing. Chicken wings are good to eat, not good to be put in. It's like a figure four. Nobody wants to feel that pain. So Eddie Edwards immediately doing the, I don't have time for this, is not only is it smart, if you think about in the confines of wrestling, I don't have to stress myself out because now there's definitely a third fall, and I'm not trying to have a fucked up arm trying to get out of that. So it was, it was okay. It was okay. I think the bulk of this match was the third fall in my opinion the first two bring drama like who, who's it gonna be but this third fall that ending spot bro it was a cartoon with your man's foot just like this <laughs> it was a cartoon it was and great they,
2: if they had put a crown if they had put a barbed wire crown around his head then uh you would have been talking about adam cole and, and adam page from like 2022 uh ao production sent us a super chat saying forget the Gunther chops." Eddie's are lethal. By the way, that last comment was because the fade to black is is the dead eye. But anyway, go ahead.
3: I do not. I I, I just don't agree with that. There are two people's chops. I would rather oh. take a chop from Eddie from Eddie Edwards than from Gunther or from Keith Lee. I'll throw myself in a well before I take a chop from either one of them.
2: I think I think Ao was making the point that it that it caused it caused the man to bleed. Crest Star.
3: See, I mean that's true. Maybe Kazarian got thin skin. I don't know, but I, I would sooner take a chop. But also, also, I've heard a rumor, and you speaking of rumors, I heard a rumor that there are two people in wrestling that you can't knock out. One is Johnny Gargano and the other one's Eddie Edwards. So Eddie Edwards having lethal chops makes sense. They said you Johnny Gargano, I mean Eddie Edwards can be like this, and you are like, what? Two he's like, so I <laughs> him chopping the, the blood out of somebody makes sense. <laughs>
2: so like you were saying the, the first two falls they just kind of got to it got through it mm-hmm. because the last man standing means they can do the toys they can do the fun stuff they can do the walk and brawl and and also that's where the crowd's going to be into it the most because they know at this point someone's going to win this match It effectively yeah. effectively the first two falls were just kind of there for extra flair so but it
3: also like makes it um decisive cuz some people will say well if i had one more match or one more fall or what one, 1-1 one apiece so there's no there's no question
2: yeah and again that's why this match was so much better than it had any business being was because mm-hmm. the psychology was there the idea behind why we're doing it and the way that we paced out the first two falls makes the third fall more effective and it makes the 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 feud ending a little bit more of a cherry on top. So Mm -hmm. you got Edward Edwards. He starts bleeding from the head. Uh, He starts doing a couple of overhead suplexes on Kazarian, takes out someone at ringside as well. And then Kazarian kind of gets a second wind and hits the slingshot cutter. I thought that that was going to be it because they've been doing these quick falls. And one thing that I really love is that Kazarian is staying off of his feet so he's not getting counted out by putting his feet and his body across the bottom rope. And apparently that's good enough to knock it counted out. So referee was counting out Edwards and that was good. And then, you know, later on we get to the, uh, the the good stuff. Edwards gets planted on the steel steps with the unprettier by Kazarian. List shows up with the kendo stick, takes it to Kazarian. Edwards sets up the table in the corner outside. Kazarian hits a low blow on the stage and a styles clash because that's what we're doing we're doing styles clashes we're doing the unprettier I'll pop we're, basically, to that. we're basically just calling the hits for uh, frankie kazarian and then kaz grabs lish and runs and god bless commentary because they're trying to tell you that lish goes through the table <laughs> unfortunately the camera very very clearly shows and and this is again kazarian is protecting olish adverts as he as he as he wants to and as he should and and it's mostly Kazarian taking the brunt of the table spot, but the idea here is that list went through the table, uh, and then Edwards comes back. Kaz hits a fade to black, which is a dead eye from the apron to a table set up on the floor. Kazarian barely beats the counts, wins the match, and the feud we're finally done. Edward Edwards and Frankie Kazarian can stop fighting for the dead friendship of Killer Kowalski.
3: Didn't he just come back tonight? No. <laughs>
2: Only (laughs) in spirits.
3: This match was fine. I will say, Alicia Edwards getting put through that table. I'm going to keep it kayfabe. I chose to believe that that's what you deserved. You were being annoying for weeks. That's what you did. That air raid crash was funny to me because he really ran. He did the Braun Strowman. He ran it all the way around, and that's what you deserve, Lish. The Styles Clash, I was like, all right, that popped me. Also, at the end, when he did the um, fade to black, before the seven count, all you saw was Kazarian's leg like on some cartoon, just his leg was not where it should have been. Expert selling from the both of them. I hope this is the end. However, I kind of don't, I don't think. The commentary said it. I don't think, I think we get another, like the school style kind of fight like that. And hopefully that'll be the end of it or a mixed tag. Cause I feel like, I we love the Impact. It.
2: We did the mixed tag already. That was Impact One Thousand. We did the school thing. They I made don't me trust. sit. I don't trust. No, no, they made me sit through the stupid school thing while I was at the show. That they should. They should. It, you know what they should have done, Cresta? They could have reversed it. Okay, Emergence could have had this match. Yes. And then the school match could have been tonight or some. It, not just not should have been. It should have been just shown to the audience. <laughs> Should have never been shown to a live audience that school bullshit, okay? It's just not good.
3: Yeah, like, I feel like what they did in this match should have been done in the school match that should have been done for either at Bound for Glory coming up or tonight. And what they did in the school match should have been done in a two out of three falls match and that should have been done at Emergence. I don't know where we go from here. I would like to see Eddie Edwards and Alicia Edwards move on. Again, however, I love impact wrestling, but sometimes they will try to squeeze blood from a stone. And I I've got a feeling this is not the end. I would like it for it to be the end, but I feel like there's more of a um more of a final match coming. And to me, this should have been it. <laughs> but I, think, I don't have any faith.
2: No, I, I think I think this was it. This, I hope they, they 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 basically said like this this is it. Most people were done with it. You and I have been done with it for a while. I tried to be as nice as I could about how long it's dragged on. There was a place for it. And again, this is the match that should end it because it was a good three out of three three falls match. They do not need to revisit it. They don't need to put it in a cage. They don't need to make it a monster's ball match because they're already doing one at bound for glory. Like there's, There is no reason. Who was in the roster's ball match? Uh, PCO, Macklin, Rhino, and Moose. Because of the briefcase thing.
3: One of those things is not like the others. That's all I'm saying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? What's wrong?
3: PCO, Rhino, Moose, So who was the other one?
2: Macklin, who I hope Rhino gores through a barbed wire light tube board.
3: You know what? Never mind, because... No, my moose has been in a monster's ball match before. This is the match made for PCO. Rhino was made for this, and Macklin's just angry.
2: (laughs) They've all been been in in a monster's ball match. I'm gonna say, I feel
3: like Macklin wasn't a monster's ball match when he was against, um, not Swan. I wanna say Bully, but I feel like that's wrong.
2: No, I don't think it was that, but I gotta, now I gotta look it up. But regardless, the reason why this is all connected is because I didn't back 1000 and Feaster fired. You had Macklin holding onto a briefcase and then Rhino came out of nowhere, gored the briefcase out of Macklin's hand and Moose ended up picking it up. PCO comes into it because it's PCO and this is his swan song. He's leaving impact at the end of this.
3: No! This isn't anything people didn't already
2: know. Granddad zombie, no! Yeah, it it seems like he's moving on. So there you go. Um, Yes. What am I looking for? I'm looking you for, were looking
3: Monsters, for Ball. Monsters Ball with Macklin, who he was against. Oh, the no, first
2: he hasn't tournament. done Monsters Ball yet.
3: He hasn't?
2: Apparently not. Oh, well. Or at least not that I'm seeing.
3: Well, now you've got another reason to hate him.
2: <laughs> I, I already do. Um, they can't believe they let him into Canada last month. That's so stupid.
3: That's like, crazy. Canada's laws. <laughs>
2: <lost. laughs> yeah, the
3: Letting these Americans in left. <laughs>
2: Anyway, that's Impact for uh, for October 12th. Next week, Crest and I are back to not only review the weekly show, but then we'll be back on Saturday night, the 21st, to review Impact, Bound for Glory, along with our pal Stephen Jensen, who hosts the Weekender podcast on FightfulSelect.com, best five bucks in the business. Crest, the star, what you got going on?
3: What if I told you that I don't think I'm going to be here for Bound for Glory because Rick isn't here for the whole month of October for a collision?
2: Tell Sean to go to work. You tell Sean to go to work. <laughs> I'll go to work. I'll Sean will tell you to go wherever you want. If you need a winger on collision, someone else will do it. If it's just Jensen and I doing it, you know, you do whatever you want, lady. We'll be here. For Whether what
3: it's, it's worth, I want to do Battle for Glory.
2: You should. This match looks... <laughs> it's a stacked-ass stack start. <laughs> will Ospreay and Mike Bailey are going to have a hell of a The only, for some reason, the only sponsorship-infused match and you got a, you got Trinity and Mickey James, who, by the way, not even a mention of either woman tonight. Disgusting. Uh, um, focus on other things.
3: Well, either way, guys, ladies, and gentlemen, I will be here Saturday. This no, I won't be here this Saturday because my friend is coming from Canada. He's walking a ball. And You're like Cresta. What's a ball? back to the middle and a back again. Get it if you get it. If you don't, you don't. However, Monday, I am returning back to my normal stream schedule. I'm tired of being sad and I'm ready for wrestling. So Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash crestastar or tiktok.com slash at crestastar. We'll be doing everything related to Monday Night Raw, AEW Dynamite, um, SmackDown and Rampage, no audio, no video, just audio because DMCA strikes are real. Thursdays and Saturdays, you can catch me here most of the time with Joel Pearl on Thursdays, going over impact stuff. Saturdays at Rick Chino and Iridian, sometimes Sean Rossap, going over all things collision. But it seems like impact is gonna choke me this month, and that's okay. If, if that was a lot of stuff, Cresta the Star here at the bottom somewhere, follow me, Cresta the Star on Twitter or x.com. And there's a link tree in my bio. I love you all. Again, check on your friends. Take care of yourself. Mental mental health is very important. Tell those people you love them. And if you miss them, it doesn't matter how long you ain't speak to them. Tell them you love them.
2: Joe Pearl, where
3: can the people find you?
2: Very easy to find. I'm at Joe Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L on all social. If you want to find me, I'm in the weeds over on our sister channel, Fightful Overbook. Go to YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooks. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. till noon. Myself and Jeremy Lambert talk about... Everything. What are we doing tomorrow? I I don't know. Selena De La renta from MLW joins us at 10 a.m. I'm actually very much excited for that conversation hey. uh ahead of MLW Slaughterhouse and uh Andrew Zarian's probably gonna show up and give us a, a conspiracy theory because that's what he does. So uh shout out to that. Otherwise, you know what? We'll 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 figure out what to talk about because we certainly don't have dynamite to talk about. We did that on Wednesday, so you know, come watch the show. Ladies and gentlemen, friends about the battery. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.
4: Bye.